Hump Day midweek on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. If you're new, we take a look at the stars every day and take a look at what the aspects are and what what planets are in what signs and kind of what's going on. We're in a bit of a slack week this week. There's not a lot moving around, but there is one pretty interesting aspect today. Mercury will oppose Uranus this afternoon in the East Coast at 4.51 p.m., so 10 till 5 on the East Coast of the U.S. You can adapt that to your time zone. Mercury in Scorpio and Uranus in Taurus. So what that looks like, just from a fundamental standpoint, is you could have one of two things. Remember, the coin has two sides. On this side, you could have some really intense, focused, deep conversation or just thought. I mean, you could come up with some brilliant ideas. This is the kind of energy, Mercury and Scorpio, intensity, passion, Uranus in Taurus from that money side, the financial side of Taurus. You could come up with the next Amazon.com idea. I'm not talking about something to sell on Amazon. Oh, no, I'm talking about the next Amazon. (laughs) This is a big deal because you have that Scorpio intensity hovering over all of this. The other thing you might do is stick your foot in your mouth royally, and that's the other side of the coin, is you might just come up with some crazy stuff and blurt it out. Whoops. So that's kind of the paradigm going on today with Mercury opposite Uranus. Really, I think this is more uh, of a personal thing than a collective thing, so I wouldn't expect a lot of this to show up in the headlines. We have other planets for that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But you could have something show up in your own life around this. I certainly would be on the lookout for it. Now, if you find Mercury and or Scorpio and Taurus, they're opposite each other. Uranus is over in Taurus. So if you find those in your own chart, then you could also drill down on what areas of your life these thoughts and ideas and concepts might show up in. Now, the other aspect today is the moon goes void, of course, for a pretty good long one here, about uh, 13 hours. So it starts at 9.56 p.m. this evening, East Coast time. Now, this is one for those of you in Europe and certainly down under to lean in here. All the way from 9.56 p.m. to 11.44 a.m. tomorrow. So that's, like I say, about, uh, yeah, 12 hours, 13, 14 hours. So the void, of course, you know, somebody said with the void, of course, the moon isn't giving us any supportive energy. The moon isn't working for us, so why should we work? (laughs) I'm hanging down here around the ocean now, and and the slack tide lasts for just a few hours, really. But if you try to, like if you were to try to move something during the slack tide, like if you were inland and you were you didn't have any wind and you had a slack tide, you're not going anywhere. That's the concept of void, of course, energetically. There's nothing dancing with the moon. It's getting ready to change signs, and there's just a stall-out period. So that happens Overnight in the U.S., but a big chunk of tomorrow morning. And then at 11.44 tomorrow, the moon moves into Gemini. Now, because we have a slow week, I'm kind of dancing off into some other areas. And I did something that was really interesting the other day. 
So this gets into another area of astrology that I don't talk about on here, but it's called midpoints and harmonics. And it's a wonderful study of astrology that gets very complicated, and I promise we are not going to gloss your eyes. But basically, if you think about slicing a circle, so the astrological wheel is all based on this whole concept is based on geometry. So let's just take the very fundamentals of a wheel, a circle, and cut it into fourths. So we have 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock, that's an opposition or a conjunction. And then we have 3 o'clock, 9 o'clock. So there's your 90, 180, 270, 360 degrees, right? We just moved all the way around the circle 90 degrees at a time. So that would be a harmonic of four. Why four? Four slices of the pie, basically. Well, I took a look at a chart this week and sliced it into seven pieces of pie, not four. And what I found was very interesting. So this is the seventh harmonic. It basically is a harmonic that talks about our diligence and our focus, which I picked up. And the reason I went to the seventh was because that was the big theme when Pluto turned direct with the degree, the 22 degrees in Capricorn. You remember we did we talked about that on Sunday, that special Pluto episode we did. So I thought about that, and then I looked at the harmonic charts and went to the seventh, heart, uh, seventh harmonic because it reflected that energy. Now, this gets really interesting, but it also gets very complex because you're going into slices and dices of the chart, and you're looking at things from a different perspective. So let's just say that we are, you know, when you take the, the astrological chart, and I know all of you are familiar at least with the wheel, and then you have all those lines in the middle. Those are the aspects. Those are just the lines geometrically that connect the planets, basic geometry, triangles, squares, circle. You know, it's all, it's all combinations of angles. Well, what you do is you go in between those lines in harmonics, so when you create a seventh harmonic chart, you basically redraw where the planets are based on the in-betweens of those aspects, if that makes sense. So what I found in this harmonic of diligence and focus was that the big threes, Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn, which are in Capricorn, they get busted up and dispersed. And replacing them in Capricorn were Uranus and Neptune moved into Capricorn. And they were basically close enough together to be a conjunction. And they were in a grand trine, which is one of the more favorable aspects. Listen now, this is really cool. A grand trine with Mars in Virgo and Chiron in Taurus. Wow. What does that mean? You replaced the trigger planets of everything that's going on in 2020 with Neptune. That's our spirituality. So all of a sudden, yes, here again, the chart is screaming that this is a spiritual thing that is going on. Uranus comes to the party. Out of the blue. Weird. Crazy. Unexplainable. Totally unique. That's everything that 2020 has represented so far. Then you put it into this most favorable aspect, 
with Mars in Virgo. That takes that warrior energy and makes it disciplined, focused, organized, concentrated. And then Chiron in Taurus. That's the wounded healer is how it's typically described. I love the thing I read recently where it said it's our soul's healer. That wounded part of our life that we brought forward from the past, that we've been challenged with in this life, that we are moving toward healing. And boy, when you put all of that dynamic together, it once again underscores this theme. And this is what we really kind of implied on Sunday, that things are happening on a spiritual level. Yes, there is change. Yes, things are being shuffled. But if you will stay diligent and if you will focus on your own wounds, do your own work and do it with impeccable diligence, focus, and passion, then you are going to get the message of what this is all about. That's just incredible. And what a challenge. Oops, I went too long on hump day. Sorry. I'll get out of here. Go have a great day. We'll talk tomorrow. Bye-bye.